0: And welcome to another episode of Ball
1: Status.
0: (laughs) That's right, folks. I'm Doug Miller here with my now very fatherly Mm. sidekick, Mr. Patrick Mabe. What's up? What's up, father? My name's Dad. Dad, just call him Big Mm. Daddy. This is the Boss Status uh, podcast where we talk about the business of health and the health of business. And this is another episode of the Ask the Boss version of po- uh, Boss Status. Oh, good. Yeah, I like that. I, I thought you were going to go with like someone. Meat Brigade! No, wrong one. Got to go back through these. Yeah. Um, so that is where you guys submit. Cement- Uh, submit questions, and I will do my best to answer them. They can talk about business. They can talk about fitness. They can talk about health. They can talk about life, and anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, You can send your questions. So, POV, why don't you, for the YouTube version of this, put it up right here, like something like at nutritionals.com, something like that, and submit your questions there, and we will get those questions, and we will answer answer them on the next episode of Ask the Boss, Boss Status.
1: Nice. Did that I cover try. that? Did I do you like a good, good? If good you want to watch some good episodes and you want to see some ranting questions, some juicy stuff. These are good ones. Back in like 2020 when the world was starting to go. Oh, yeah. We was talking about some crazy
0: stuff. It was so good. It was if you want to ask
1: some crazy stuff, this is a place to do it.
0: All right. Let's get in. Here. I, ooh, it's feeling cold today. Yeah. Uh, thank you, America Energy, our sponsor. Today, we're doing Blue Valor. What are you doing? Damn it. That was
1: good. We weren't synced. Freedom.
0: Now, do you freedom often? Uh,
1: dude, not as much as I used to. You, you don't want a
0: Patriot Punch. like, Bro, I'm all about the Patriot Punch. Daytona Beach. I think that's my one, two. And but, then, um, whenever I drink Victory, I love it. Question.
1: Did you smuggle them into
0: the Bahamas? Bro, I didn't have any pre-workout. I just drank black coffee. Because it's usually really good coffee on vacation, so I'm good. And it's a
1: good opportunity to not, like, you don't really need.
0: Now, I did take, still took uh, Vigor Replenish and Daily Pump as my pre-workout. Yeah. Uh, But I would drink that with my breakfast while I was eating waffles and coffee and... Yeah, so was like
1: coffee here, yeah. pre-workout there. Yeah, yeah food it was good.
0: And I brought my little, uh, little bottle of sucralose that I carry around with me. Oh yeah. So I don't do Splenda. Right. So it's a little. Uh, who is you, it? You Joe from AD. You get some lemons. Yeah. Were you drinking lemons? Oh yeah, yeah. So I carry that little, little crack bottle around with me everywhere I go to sweeten my coffee. It's great. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know what we have, why we got talking about that, but no, I didn't. So I didn't have energy. Any energy drinks, and I didn't have any stimulant-based pre-workout. And then so, when I got in here and I was training on, uh, I made a post today how I was training on the Fury and the Daily Pump, like, holy doo-doo balls, man. Like, past three days, like, I'm, I was lit, like, on the stems.
1: For that week break.
0: Oh, a week break. I didn't really take a break. Well, you probably were loading. Yeah. Did you just throw caffeine your caffeine? was
1: comforting. So, so <laughs> Patrick had a baby. Uh, well, Samantha had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> I <was> had <laughs> a baby, too yeah it if i had maybe that would have been traumatic yeah yeah we are on a out the, the definition out of the pee hole
0: dude we were talking it's about traumatic this. childbirth is traumatic and pat we were getting into the semantics of it pat's like no it's a beautiful thing i was like <laughs> f that something this big is not supposed to be coming out of that well it's supposed to be tra- but it's not like an everyday occurrence where you're gonna drop an eight pound log out your eight pounds. he was six four well, still she got lucky <laughs> <laughs>
1: Man, this mama's dropping. Yeah, like it went well. Times. Sam's still not here. She's gonna be gone for a little while, but she's crushing it. Um, and mm-hmm. now we're adjusting to this this week of like me coming back into work and trying to work all that out. And it's going good.
0: So, how's it been when you got home?
1: It's been cool because like nothing else matters. Like, I stop. My phone goes on the counter, and then like I get I I take over. Like I hold them, and then. Usually she's like just fed or whatever. So I can kind of hang out with him while she needs to do something. And then I go when he needs to eat, like feed again around like 6, 630. That's when I go to the kitchen and I start making us dinner. And then after that, we go on a walk. And so like I settle down at like 930, I guess, and get back on my phone. So it's been, it's been good. Yeah. Yeah. It's start. I'm starting to realize. That. I like
0: the break. So I'm usually, I, I leave at 430. Literally, I just told Steph that I was going into a podcast. <laughs> hey, man, might be important. I, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Might be in a hospital. We're trying to. Uh, well, I could, Busted I should, chin. I could talk about what, what she's trying to handle at the moment. And it was a bunch of bullshit about. Oh, yeah. Which we can get into that. People want to hear about this. Oh, man. So uh, she's trying to handle that for us. So I'll have to talk to her after the podcast but what the heck was i just talking about besides oh, yeah. uh your your groove or something at Oh yeah so like I, and my ride home is where i get phone calls done so 4 30 to 5 is my phone calls but then my break is usually like five to eight is usually where I, i'm unavailable right. uh, my emails are clean up until then and then i get back on at eight and i have like 35 emails yeah. and i think yeah. the, that that timing like your kids are older like
1: it'll be easier to have that like right now it's like Wailing babies still going on. And
0: so, like, he was. Oh, yeah. This is usually like dinner and baseball and, yeah. you know, just whatever they want to get into at the time. So. Yeah, it's good, though. Yeah. So the uh, yeah. crap. Oh, goodness. Go juice. I don't know if I should. I don't know if I should go into this.
1: We might get sent. There might be like an asterisk on our uh, podcast that says, hey, for uh, information, uh, yeah. information, click here. <laughs> There's still a thing. Bro, it probably. I guarantee. Anytime it's mentioned on a podcast, like you go to Joe Rogan's podcast, is every single one. Could so you can know. you
0: just uh, can you edit out every time we say the word? <laughs> or record that? Wait, hold on. Which one is it? Yeah, you like that? Yeah. yeah or right. hold on.
1: Huh. Something. No, no, wrong one. Hold on. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Every time we say, uh, yeah. you go. I wonder if uh, that'll matter.
1: Yeah.
0: Anyways, let's, let's, think let's talk about uh, cool. yeah. um, real. Well, I don't know, because we're trying to handle the situation at the moment. Is that weird yeah. to uh, keep people What's in suspense? What's the situation? Well, so you... we had basically ended up having to pay $700 for <gasps> testing. To go to the Bahamas? Yeah. It's complete B.S. BS. So they changed all this crap, like, last minute, and it was kind of messed up, and then she tested positive when she wasn't positive. It was a t- giant cluster F. It was... Horrible. When you got there or when you got back? When we, before we left... So uh, we thought we weren't going to go. Oh, shit. Yeah, it. it was a, like a 72-hour scramble. Oh, my god! And we got tested, like, all out the wazoo, right? And just, like, then she had to go back, and then she, she didn't really test, and then it came back invalid test when she tried to retest, and then, like, finally she went to urgent care, and, you know, we paid another X, X amount of money, money to go into urgent care, and they gave her an antigen test, which was acceptable as well, and that came back negative. She did a home test as soon as she came up positive on the PCR and it said negative. So then she went to the urgent care and took a, like a physician administered antigen, rapid antigen. Dude it's such, so so stupid. It's so much BS. Steph's worse than like, so, and then in Bahamas, you have to wear a mask through customs and theory. We did not put a mask on and the guy, they didn't say anything. But everyone else put their mask on because you were supposed to. The airport said, "All you know, wear your mask. So we're like, forget this. And then on the way back, I had a couple people say to me, when I was checking in, you got to put your mask on. I was like, "And the guy was like, how's your day going? You know what? I was like, great until you make me put this face diaper on. doesn't do any good. I just sat here and spat all over <laughs> you. You know, like, it's like, this is idiotic. And everyone's got their mask under their chin. So, so, and then we're up at, so that you don't have to wear it on the airport, but in on the airplane, but in the airport in Bahamas, you have to have it on. So like, we didn't have it on. And then we walk up to the gate, like we're about to step on the airplane and the guy's like, you gotta put, you got a mask on. The kids don't have their mask like ready or whatever. So Steph's like, just, just go like this. So the kids are going in like, <laughs> they're walking in like this. And Steph's like, I'm not putting them, like Steph, Steph is worse than me. She'll like hang it on her ear and like walk through. You know, I'll at least maybe double ear it under the chin yeah. or something, just because I was like, because I'm the one who has to deal with, like, I'm the one with all the passports and all this stuff, yeah. right? And dude, it's just, did people stop using their brain in the past two years? Yeah, totally. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. So anyway, It's a weird
1: world out there, man. Yeah. What a world. All right. Well, that was a nice little rant. and, so my,
0: on, uh, and my, my name is Doug Miller, and I am wearing a red shirt today. And uh, my, pro, my pronouns are he, him. How about you? I like they
1: and them and yeah, it. Yeah. Just oh, call me.
0: Shit. I think we just got canceled. We definitely just got canceled, bro. Well, what? Yeah. I'm just telling. You, I'm.
1: Yeah, I mean that's yeah. important, right? Like uh, our vice president. That's how she introduces herself. That's how yeah. you should introduce yourself.
0: My genitalia identifies as a penis. <laughs> Where are you going? Oh, I don't know. It's just so stupid. <laughs> All right,
1: let's <laughs> get into <those two> questions. <laughs> what? Oh, man. What's a good, like,
0: uh... Oh, bro. We totally then. messed up. Hold on. No, how? Can you get me the, uh... We should be live. Yeah, no, we don't go live. Yes, we oh, do. We do is this is Ask the Boss, bro. <sighs> <laughs> There's the tripod. All right, we're going live. Right, right there, we, bro. Hook it up. All right. We're supposed to be live. So oh, hold on, let the me these, flip it.
1: The first 10 minutes can not
0: count if we want. Well, no, they can count. Because we're a total mess. Well, it's probably good we didn't put our pronouns on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Although, you know there's a spi- space where you're supposed to fill in. That's your where partner? you're supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So, it is... Uh, we're about 10 minutes into... No, we're 11 minutes into the Ask the Boss... Version of boss status that's going down right now. So if you guys have any questions that live on Instagram, you want to throw that up in there? Like that? Yeah. You got to squeeze it on the back. Uh, Put your questions in here and we will answer them. We also got other questions coming here. So we have, I don't know. We can go as much as another 40 minutes here. We didn't answer any questions yet. We just kind of ran it about. Yeah, we got 40 uh, minutes. Give me this. 42. 42 You got to squeeze.
1: 42 minutes. oh
0: All right, um, that's good. That's good. We good. Um, yeah. All right, me. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's
1: do this. Yes. You want the first question? All right, you want first to be question. Let like, it Serious, like or funny or mm,
0: no, whatever you want, bro. Keep it coming. All right, or get it going. I should get say, get it going. keep it going. It has nothing came yet. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. P-O-V. Here we go. This Come <laughs> on, bro. <laughs> all right, all right. Serious question. Serious question. All Aside right. from growth, what goals do you
1: have for your businesses? It says business, but Doug has businesses,
0: sis. Besides growth, besides so growth. I think, and we've talked about this before. One of the most important things for me is building the culture and the team and the people. Um, this was actually reiterated with it, with the book that I'm reading right now, which is you guys hear me talk about Jim Collins all the time, but. The final book that I have of his, which I haven't read is How the Mighty Fall. It's such a negative book that I didn't want to, or, or title, I never wanted to read it, right? Um, he tries to be, he even talks about as, a, as an author how writing it was difficult when he used, would write books like Built to Last and Good to Great. But the whole point of the book is what were the mistakes that those people should have seen coming? Or like, what are the warning signs? What are the five phases of decline that you should recognize before you get to the fifth stage where there's no coming back? So there's a positive spin so that you don't get there so you can course correct. Anyways, one of the things they talk about again and again and again is getting right, the right people on the bus. And when you have a harder time in getting the right people on the bus, that is kind of one of the warning signs in one of the stages of that, where it's harder and harder to get the right people on the bus. And then it's harder to attract more people. So for us, uh, the thing that I am most proud about is our culture. It's very unique. Um, we are our own culture. Really? It's different from everywhere else. This doesn't mean it's a, the uh, right culture. It doesn't mean it's a, like there is no right or wrong culture. It's our culture. And it's the no, there's no best. There is no best. I hate that. I hate when people say there is no best. I know that's why I threw it in. And there. you know, people say, I hate when people say there is a best. Well, I hate when people say, when people say that there's a best, no, <laughs> I hate when people say that anyways, semantics again. Yes. Um, but the fact that we have built a culture built around core values that, and I, I, one of the biggest goals is to continue to grow that culture and the corresponding community with the right people. So besides growth, which I'm assuming they mean dollar value units, units moved, something like that. um, Yeah, it's, it's building a culture that we're proud of uh, and a community that we're proud of um, through all these businesses. So, um, I feel like moving to North Carolina has helped solidify and helped us, um, understand our core values more. I think it wasn't really until we moved down here about a year ago. I mean, we had those underlying core values, but it wasn't until we really solidified them here. That we can constantly point to them, yeah, and it makes it very easy to make decisions.
1: Well, I think, uh, I mean, we always talked about it since I've been here, uh, we of uh, building our castle, yeah. And this was the first time we actually built something, tech- literally from the ground up. Um, that is our home, you yep. know, We had, and since then we've just been in, you know, leased, rented uh, spaces for warehousing, and we moved constantly, yeah. But now we came down here, planted ourselves, don't plan on moving, and I feel like that's that's really why, I like. Yeah, the core like, values were like, they're etched.
0: Yeah, because yeah, we always felt like we weren't, I don't want to say stable, but we weren't in our home. We weren't in our castle. So that's a big thing. I mean, the growth is interesting because right now, one of the things that I think people need to be aware of and other, we can I can speak to the supplement industry or the retail industry or whatever it is, just looking at top line, right? Because right now, you could be up 10%. 15% in, in sales, right, for the year. But your prices most likely are up 10 to 15%. So does that mean you're really flat, right? And maybe saying flat in terms of quantity of units sold is a positive thing in a period of time when people are buying less. So maybe selling the, a flat quantity and increasing cost, maybe that is a good thing. Maybe that is good in this time, right? Yeah. Um, but it's an interesting to think about when you're talking about growth is that, um, the growth is definitely, you need to be looking at more than just a top line sales in a period of time when costs, I mean, shoot our cost and we can get into this, man, I'm just a virgin. I feel like I'm on crack today. You're Uh, what? I I feel like I'm on crack. Diverging. Diverging. I thought you said, man, I feel like a virgin. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: I remember my first podcast. Yeah. (laughs)
0: all right go for it oh my gosh but yeah in a period of time we're like so our core iso for example our isolate protein has literally gone up now a hundred percent in cost it's nuts it is nutty and so we are we went from selling our two pound isolate at 39.99 so if we're going to keep the same margin percentage we would have to sell that at 79.99 we sell it at 49.99 about to be fifty four ninety nine hint hint yeah but that's even that's nothing right no fifty four ninety nine that's cop that is insane like I mean I'm hoping the milk prices come down right at some point because that's that's I mean we sell so much protein that that's well I got to
1: asked that actually earlier I mean yeah is there is there any word movement on I
0: I haven't heard it so there is so there is a good thing so our I would say our very premium pre workouts totally loaded. On America, the arms race, the core side, their costs have gone up thirty percent, which is huge. Right yeah. um, there, there is promise there because they are heavy in uh, amino. Let's call them amino, to like ingredients such as a citrulline and a creatine, um, where those those prices went through the roof. And now creatine went to thirty dollars a kilo. Now it's down at you know twenty dollars a kilo. Citrulline was up to. 22. And now you can get it for 14, 15, something like that. Right. So, um, but protein has not stabilized protein. We haven't seen any of that before. So, uh, yeah, it's very difficult. And we were actually having this debate the other day when we were talking about, so we've decided we sell in Europa, which is a distributor, right? So obviously we're going to make the least margin when we sell to a distributor who has to make margin, who then sells to a retailer that has to make margin, right? So we make our least amount of margin when we sell to, uh, Europa, we had to make the executive decision to not sell or isolate through Europa because we couldn't right. we couldn't do it and allow Europa and give Europa, who's a business running has certain margin requirements we could we couldn't get them their margin requirements and still sell it to a consumer or sorry a retailer to resell the product at fifty four ninety nine to the customers or forty nine ninety nine right like it just didn't make sense and one of the things uh to make sense, we would have to price. Um, you know, three or $4 a tub higher to the retailer through Europa than the next, the biggest selling isolate that's there, like a huge company isolate, which clearly doesn't taste as good as ours. And I was having not, I don't want to say an argument. We were having this discussion in house yeah. of, I refuse to cut corners in the quality of our products. Now more than ever. And some people might think, well, you're not really cutting the corners of this and that and that. And I'm, But yes, I am. When I'm drinking a whey isolate, I don't want any carbs and I don't want any fat. I want as little as possible, a gram at most of each, right? There are other whey isolates out there. So ours is like zero fat, less than like 0.5 carbs, 100 calories and 24 grams of, of protein. There's a lot of other isolates out there, which are... They do a smaller serving size, so they can still say that there's 30 servings, right, in a two-pounder or whatever, Um, but they only have 19 grams of protein to, like, let's say three carbs and, like, a gram of fat. Now, if you scale that 19 up to the 24, that means your three grams of carbs for 24 grams of protein now goes to, like, four or five grams of carbs for the same amount of protein in isolate. Where do you think those carbs are coming from? Fillers, right? So that product is cheaper to make. And then other brands, and I'm going to do a separate video on this because I think it's really important. Other isolate, which might be slightly cheaper than ours, five bucks, something like that. um, They're doing a 1.8 pound, a 1.7 pound, a 1.9 pound, right? Like that's kind of disingenuous as well. It's not a two pounder. And so those are two corners that we just refuse to cut. Same time. Um, so if you're looking at a whey isolate, there really shouldn't be carbs and fat in there. If you want some, you know, uh, an isolate, you're drinking it for the lack of lactose and just the, that super high quality. Um, you know, if you don't care about the carbs and fat, you know, we, I'd recommend you go with core pro anyways, right? If you can handle lactose, cause it's thicker and richer and it has that more milky type taste. Um, but that's not really what you're trying to get with an isolate. And I will say our isolate has actually been known to be very thick at regardless. Yeah. So the way we make it, it's, it's very thick even with those macros. So um, that is definitely something that uh, I'm seeing a lot more of, especially in the protein side, and we just won't do it. So we gave up the opportunity to sell our isolate through distribution, which would mean a lot more revenue. But really at the end of the day, we couldn't make margin at it at selling it at a, a fair price to everyone. So we decided not to do it. The alternative would be I could cheapen the product, but we're not going to do that either. No. So, anyways, that was a huge... Uh, Iso advantage. Lemon Pound Cake, now available. Yeah. Cornutritionals.com.
1: Get com. it now. Yeah. Use code MEATSTICK. Don't you love Lemon Pound Cake? like pound cake? I love pound cake. Dude, it, Lemon Pound Cake is great. You ever have rum cake? I, did, I have had red cake. Bro, rum yeah, cake, yeah. bro.
0: Dude, how about the Pistachio Ice Cream Core Pro? Though? I
1: haven't really dove into that one. Yet.
0: Oh, bro, it is so good. I've sampled
1: it. I've tried it. Dude, we've gone through a lot already. We just launched like a, what, yeah. a week or two ago. Yeah. We've gone through a lot. It's great. Pro is by far
0: number one seller.
1: Okay. Man, where do I go from here, Doug?
0: Iso Lemon Pound Cake is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So it's like refreshing, but it's very it's rich too. Which is... Uh, it's not too much lemon either. No. I
1: almost wish the v- a vanilla word was in there. Because it, it's not... Lem-
0: lemon vanilla pound cake? But it's too much. Vanilla lemon
1: pound cake? What'd you say? V- vanilla. Did you just combine them? Or did you just say it so fast? Lemonilla? Lemonilla. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we'll think about it. Vanilla and lemon. Mm. <laughs> Venom. No. Yeah. Oh. Right,
0: anyways. Venom pound cake? I'm pretty Venom. sure that wouldn't sell. Somebody <laughs>
1: said, what is your favorite core protein flavor?
0: While we're at it. Oh. Mm. It depends. Oh, God, I I mean, like, we make such good protein. I know.
1: I feel like uh, with me, it's like if I, I feel like, go oh, establish a favorite pretty early on, and then I get kind of stubborn and I won't like. Even though, dude, that pineapple, pineapple strawberry has been around for so long, and we've had ABC, core ABC, uh, but it's still like my number one flavor of ABC because I just don't want to come off that. I think cinnamon, cinnamon, French toast, really core pro, I establish as like this is the best protein ever, and Ever since then, I just, just think I should stick to it. I've been on that
0: carrot cake, MRP cake. Yeah. It's really good. I'm excited for a maple brown sugar. I do red, cinnamon red velvet sugar. iso in coffee in the morning. I had it like this morning. Yeah. So good. So you do that. But there's pre-workout? a very, I should do a video on how I make my coffee. You should. Because it's, we got a kitchen. It's, right there. Oh, it takes one Keurig, but you got to run the Keurig twice. It takes four ice cubes, it takes a special, a special shaker bottle with a vent. So you don't explode it all over yourself. So a was, vent. A vent. This is important. Because if you put the ISO on top, even with... So, should I go through it? Well, you should do a video. Why well, should? you should
1: do it in the kitchen with POV, and we should utilize that.
0: But i, got, I got to bring and my shaker. And do we boss. have a K-cup over there?
1: Yeah, we had a K-cup. Let cup.
0: me explain the situation here, okay? You ready? <laughs> so you got to have a vent to let the little air out, otherwise it's going to pop the top. So... So
1: you're talking the old school shakers? That got a little a tab little, little tippy, tippy. So that tippy. thing's probably bro. Like 10, 10, old. It's old. It's ISS.
0: Golly, it's like an oh yeah. shaker from like ten years ago. So here's the thing. Definitely is tainted. It's one K cup. I usually like just regular, like a regular coffee or, or a decaf. Like if oh shh. No wonder why I was so stemmed up this morning. <laughs> What's going
1: on um, right now?
0: So I? I usually because I'm doing a pre-workout. So if I'm doing this for breakfast, right? Yep. So I'm usually having like a bag with an egg. Right? bagel? Bagel. That's right. a bagel? I don't bagel. know. What do you say? A bagel with an egg and some cheese something like that. So that's like the – not the high-protein size. So I needed some more protein. So oh, what yeah. I do is a single K-cup, usually decaf because I'm going to do my pre-workout, okay? Right. You run it through once at 10 ounces. Okay. So it's a lot in a full shaker. So but you got that – does I, that cure I, I, the, I your slip your that shaker? thing out and I stick it in. It's a big – dude, it holds like 60 ounces of water. Golly. It's a, it's a, it's a jolt. So it's up real yeah. tall. All right. Anyway, so. And then I run it through again – so, uh, with eight ounces. So, I, now I have 18 ounces of coffee in there. Okay. In, in the 24-ounce shaker. Okay. Four ice cubes. That's Next. very key. Because key. I don't want to drink iced coffee, but you don't want to curdle the way. Okay? <laughs> yeah. This is, this is the thing, right? Curdle. Curdle. So, then you do the four ice cubes, and then one level scoop. And I, right now, I'm on the red velvet cake. Yeah. Red velvet iso.
1: You to this with the pumpkin spice.
0: Thing. I don't have pumpkin know, spice. It's coming back under arms race, I okay. think. Hint, hint. I think, hint. I think. So, yeah. So we got the red velvet scoop on top of the four ice yep. cubes, on top of the 18 ounces of coffee. Yeah. Put the shaker on. Mm-hmm. Now, this is very important. If, if you're listening at home, folks, take this, write this down. <laughs> so if you shut the lid, you make sure both the vent and the top are shut. One turnover, one back, Open the sh- open the vent. Because if you don't, if you just start shaking without opening the vent after the first one. Explosion. Explosion. Like bad explosion. So then it's it's shake, <laughs> open, flip, <laughs> let the vent out, shake again, let the vent out, shake twice, let the vent out, shake three times, let the vent out, and then you can just, you know, shake it. And then you're good. Okay, so now you got a little frog. Oh, there's more. Wait, but or, oh, this wait. is another. You want a big coffee mug, like a big one. Oh, we're going into a coffee You mug. don't drink it out of the shaker. You don't get the same experience, okay? So then once you have that milky goodness coffee juice in there, you open the top and you pour it slowly into a big mug, and then you put your hands around it, you hold it, and it's warm, and it's yummy.
1: Dude, this sounds like a good, like, uh, fall, winter, like... Oh, dude, a cocoa. So um, I just had an idea. Oh, a bro tender series with Doug Miller where he's making different.
0: Uh, bro, that's the b- only one I got. Bro that's the That's the only one I got. Well, you're going
1: to have to come up with some more. We'll get creative.
0: Hmm. So that's, the, that's that.
1: Pfft. Didn't we have uh, wasn't Courtney mile once doing some recipes with ABC and like alcoholic drinks. I think so. Yeah. How'd that go? I don't know. I, I did it was years ago.
0: What are you laughing at, Jay Brew? This is Jay Brew. This is definitely something that you would do. Totally. You These are, are totally a basic man. B. All
1: right. All right, let's go. In your opinion, what is the most underutilized vitaminslash mineral?
0: <laughs> hmm. Underutilized. So I, I would say I, my favorite is vitamin D3, right? Because I think most people are deficient. Super easy to take. Most people don't take it. I probably like a vitamin K because, you know, another fat-soluble vitamin that's really important. A lot of, like, uh, formulas don't incorporate that, you know. So we put that into our heart formula, the vitamin K, fat-soluble vitamin with a lot of good benefits. So that would probably be one that is probably underutilized. Right. But I I love vitamin D3. It's the bomb. Put put 5,000 IUs on top of whatever else you take that has vitamin D and you're good. Best stack that includes hollow point. So I just got finished running a, what was my stack? I got to think about it now. It was stabilize his from arms race, full metal jacket from America, and hollow point from America and Corbolic.
1: Yeah, it was like super natty anabolic. Dude, it was good. It was real good. I felt juicy. Did you feel strong? I I did feel strong.
0: Set PRs? always fighting for them PRs fighting. you know, like after training for so many years, it's just like, so, you know, if you hit a PR, so I was hitting, you know, maybe a PR once a week or something like that. If you're doing that, then you're doing something right. Like,
1: something do you ever different. think like, okay, with the way you're training now, right? Like you're, you're it's different. It's a little different, right? Yeah. You just make up a PR and be like, yeah, set a PR and you're not going to do it. Like, oh, I'm going to set the bar low. But like, oh, I could I never in my life have done this. So it's technically a PR. Yes. Like what did you do? Like sets of ten sets of fifty or something, on the freaking Avenger leg press? No, I mean it records. wasn't ten It
0: was four sets of fifty. You're
1: super setting
0: that. Yeah, but on the last set it was ten plates. On the last set. you're all over the place today.
1: Good time. That's a good energy drink, right there. See, that would be
0: good. Hollow Point, Full Metal Jacket, Liberty Balls. You could even throw in Bollock on top of that. Which, by the way, if you're not taking Red White and Boom with that stack, you ain't American. Red White and Boom. The reformulated red, white, and boom. It's been now a year since we re- reformulated right, The current version. The current version is an amazing it's really pre-workout. Good. It's so underrated. It's freaking so expensive for us yeah. to make. It's like a, yeah, it's ridiculous. But that's
1: such a good pre-workout. pre workouts used to be like, man, guarantee best margin in your. Arsenal.
0: Not best margin, but uh, One of them
1: close up there. Yeah. Uh, and
0: now it's like one of the worst. Um, Doug, Doug, what is your net worth? That's a really funny question because were you here when Logan was talking about it? No. For some reason, uh, Logan Googled it. Oh, I actually do. Yeah, I was here for and that. And it one. came back like Doug Miller's worth 35 mil. I'm like, s, <laughs> I'm out here. <laughs> Um and it was some dude so like he went to the page it was some google page right and it had all my pictures And then it had another picture of like this like 60 year old dude that did not look anything like me Whose name was doug miller and apparently it must have been him Oh, really? but they somehow google mishmashed like all my bodybuilding pictures in with him and then but that guy said, feels great I oh, know dude. He's like, yeah, take this suit off. This is what I look like. <laughs> yeah That's uh, funny. I don't know why somebody would ask that but i'm not worth 35 million if you value companies, but that's just such a made-up bullshit, like doesn't mean anything. But no, I am not worth $35 million. How do you listen to your employees? I didn't understand that question. I saw that How question. How do you listen? How do I listen? With my ears?
1: Well, so one thing I noticed, like if somebody does come to you with something important and you get that sensation. like <laughs> kind of What kind of sensation are we talking about? You do this. Oh, like you don't do this like for real, but it's like, oh, this is serious. (laughs) And you put your phone down and you like you.
0: All right, we got to talk about this. Yeah.
1: And you sit there and you do very make eye eye contact and you listen. Very make. (laughs) Very make. Because there's sometimes if it's not like that. Oh, I'll be multitasking. Yeah, you're like, I'm sorry, what what did you say? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then, you know, because you're doing so many things at once. But, if there is something serious that needs to be talked about, addressed, whatever, you do shut the door yeah I mean I, and I
0: think um for the most part, I like to think I'm approachable, but I don't think I'm very- approachable I think I scare some people um I don't mean to um
1: it's not intentional, and it's not yeah, you don't directly
0: but if you come to me with a problem or you come to me with uh you you screwed up like. I don't think I've ever shouted at anyone. No, not in a joking way. Like oftentimes I'm like, Just what pa- the F pa- me passionate, right?
1: Yeah. Like, like you, I'll might, get, you might, your intensity might get up a little yeah. bit, you know? Yeah, but, but you not, you're not,
0: I'm not directing it towards that person, uh, you know, no. like, and and I don't hold a grudge either. So I I'm think pretty,
1: approaching you is something that takes, uh, it's like a learned t- thing. Time. A bit. Yeah. It takes time. Yeah. You know, Cause I was, dude. I remember I'd, yeah, I remember. I'd stutter I remember every this, time you'd this. walk into the store, <laughs> uh, uh, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. Uh, relax. Yeah, yeah was, <laughs> Freak out.
0: That was so funny. It's
1: just because I think I think um, the way what you expect out of yourself is is the best. It's a hundred percent plus, right? Everything yeah. that you have, and it's a, it's a you. Everybody sees it, right?
0: So, so they we're, think we're, I expect that of them, right?
1: So then we naturally the pressure comes on ourselves this
0: is why my wife says i'm hard to live with
1: yeah so like we walk around <laughs> with the the pressure to to keep up with that yeah right yeah and I so then that. coming to you with that. something gets difficult in the unless you once you start to do it a couple times you realize yeah. like yeah it's easy yeah uh, but the first couple times definitely. i totally get that tough all right what's something that keeps you up at night as a business owner who got some business questions
0: <clears throat> you know what we kind of we we don't well we do joke about it like up, oh, what's the lawsuit this week right you know in this industry there's just a lot of bs like i mean i can name and i probably have on this podcast before named five different types of lawsuits that are truly fishing law like are just complete bullshit but it's just uh ambulance chasers that Do you, you need to pay to go to way, go away because that's their whole their whole their whole business model is on going after some st- stupid nichey law that might not even have been made to apply to you and you might be right but you still don't want to be distracted by that going down that rabbit hole and this expense of defending yourself right because that would be greater than just paying the person five grand and going away right. That just pisses me off. It's such a distraction. So, um, I don't know if those... I would say when I those first happened, they would keep me up because I'd be thinking about them. Uh, now, it's just I realize they're just part of the business. You said this industry. Do you think it's...
1: I mean, it's got to be other oh, industries that deal with it as well. Yeah. You know? right. um, yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. But I will, I will say... Um, And again, I'm going back to Jim Collins here. It's having that healthy level of paranoia that you aren't doing enough and that your fear of failure or your fear of all the good stuff that's happening currently, I want to say that just goes away tomorrow.
1: Your fear of failure.
0: Yeah, or your fear of decline or something like that. So it's a healthy level of paranoia that, oh, it's great right now. Business is great right? I would say now, right now with the way the economy is, I worry, I feel like we're doing everything we can do, right? And we're growing nicely. But it's just like at some point in time, the average American who might even be buying pro have the expendable income to buy supplements, there might be a point when gas is $10 a gallon. Well, what does that mean for our transportation, our costs? Can't raise our price too much higher because if you raise it too much higher, then they're definitely not buying it, right? At that point in time, that's a very difficult thing. I don't really, that doesn't really keep me up. That is what it is, right? Um, I do, you know, I said it to my, we were on vacation last week and my father was there and I said to him, you know, like, we've always been in a position of shooting for more, right? And you should be, right? You should always be trying to grow and doing all that thing. But we might be in a period of time in this world that like, until this administration is gone, and not just the House and the Senate, right, but the executive branch as well, because no matter what, the House and Senate, he still has veto power and right. all that, can do executive orders and all that bull crap. Um, you know, so we're talking two and a half years. Yeah, Maybe it's, hey, you know, it's kind of like push as much as you can, but be smart about it and realize The world economy, the country's economy, because of really stupid policy decisions, which aren't going to change until they're voted out of office, are going to be around for two and a half years. So if you have a period of time in your company's history where for these two and a half years, like maybe we don't add 20 employees, maybe we don't uh, hit our sales goals where we want to be, but we're still growing nicely and doing making good progress and building our culture and setting ourselves up for when the floodgates open again, like I would be okay with that. Right. That sucks. Cause it's just not my mentality. Yeah. But in this world, man, I'm telling you there's, yeah. I mean, there's probably a lot of companies that will not be around in two and a half years.
1: Yeah. It'd be interesting to see. Yeah. Yeah. What happens. So, uh, so with that do you, during this time where you feel like there's a lack of, I guess the term is like a push because you're trying to maintain more during a difficult time, difficult season. Are you thinking of other ways or outside the box ways to, to add revenue to, to things like, because I mean, we're not a, we're not a one way machine. Potentially
0: on the retail side. We are, we're thinking about that. We're thinking about some other things that we could do. Um, that includes more in the gym business right. than than just a plain retail business. And we're pursuing that. Um, you know, going back to what I was saying before, like, you know, sometimes uh, one of the, two of the first two like uh, stages of decline of a company, one is hubris, meaning that shit, luck might've got you there, but you think you're so good that you can touch anything. And what happens is, there's overreaching that occurs there. Just because you might have the hot athlete of the moment doesn't mean you should. I'm trying to relate it to this company, or to this uh, industry. Just because you have the hot brand or the hot athlete of the moment and you sell pre workouts doesn't mean necessarily, doesn't mean you don't, but it doesn't mean necessarily shit. you should do an energy drink. You should do. Uh, a protein bar. You should do an RTD. You All should do the same thing. Like, yeah, it doesn't mean that you do that because then you start thinking that just because you had one success, it means you have others. So it's where hubris gets in the way, and it's companies that don't have that healthy level of what I was talking about before—the healthy level of um, what was the word I used, um, uh, like concern for the future, right? Like a healthy level of paranoia right? Uh, when your hubris outweighs that healthy level of paranoia, that is, that's stage one. That's stage one of the decline because you, you might continue to go, but that is just stage one. You can turn it around from that. But then if you just start going huge on these other projects and throwing a million dollars at that and a million dollars at this one and a million dollars at that one, then you split up all these things and they, they might not be winners. You know, especially with the industry like a an energy drink or a protein bar. Like, what is if you run a million dollars of protein bars and they end up turning out like shit? Yeah. Like, no one likes them because the manufacturing was different, right? So, like, that goes back to shooting bullets rather than cannonballs. But when your hubris outweighs your healthy level of paranoia, you don't think that way. You're just thinking to the moon. So, um, I don't know how we got on that topic, but it's well, very
1: good. It, it was about uh, not not a one-track... Thinking about thinking outside the box, you know, in a a time where it's getting a little bit more like a let's maintain instead of like take on these risks,
0: which is funny. We say that, but (laughs) like we're growing in all aspects and we're, 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 we're definitely not holding back, especially with the vitamin shop launch and everything else we're doing. Uh, But my point when I was having that conversation with my dad is like, I would be okay if that's what we had to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But which is scary because we are pushing in a time where. Well, we did that in 2020, goodness, 2020 right? We, we did. And it worked for us then. Right. So uh, somebody asked how long you guys going, going to rock the mullets. I was actually thinking Ooh. of, of transforming it a little bit, but then uh, sometimes just, I just, you know, I look in the mirror and I catch the right light and I'm just like, man, I laugh. I, I like that mullet. My boys like the mullet. Like I they wanted to they start want growing, mullet? They wanted to start growing. I said, why don't you guys start off with some like faux hawks or something?
1: I, I was like, maybe I'll shave it into a faux hawk. Just went to the bathroom before we got on the podcast. And, and you're was like flipping your hair? I started laughing. Like, yeah. Who am I? Yeah. I uh, went to the pediatrician yesterday. I think so. No. Two, well, I don't know. Monday? Well, I don't know what day it is. Um, and the nurse asked if I was going to keep the mullet until he has a mullet. And I was like, I think that, that was the plan. So but I he came out with
0: hair. Is he losing his hair now? No, or
1: dude. It's full head of hair. Full head of hair? Yes. Dude, just shave that up. Get it done. Start start cutting outside.
0: Yeah, just leave a little rat tail. No, I
1: think we're going to let that thing go for a while. Yeah. And then it'd be easier. Yeah. But
0: I do need to trim up. I'm. It's long, bro. You got some flow on the top, too. See, I just can't deal with it too much on the top. Uh, it's weird because you start shedding.
1: Like, you get out of the shower and you... Oh, there's a lot. Yeah. yeah it's just... just you got to use conditioner and stuff. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Dr. Squash. Squatch, Sasquatch, Sasquatch. Yeah,
0: I got uh, so I got some it? other
1: man stuff. I man stuff. Tough mm, stuff. Yeah, man stuff. All right. Where are we at? How many we got? We got like 10 more minutes. Yeah, we're good. All right. What is moving products in today's industry? Is it culture? Is it price? Is it gimmicks?
0: Carl the Cuck Frady wants to know. That's a good question. Well, that that goes back. I was going to
1: gonna kind of ask that with the culture thing.
0: Well, that goes back to what we're saying because he's you know he's big on leaning into the culture, yeah. right? To sell product, don't necessarily lean into finding a collab or finding or whatever. It's more the culture. Um, and we you never know, have really sold with price and gimmicks. Ever. No no it goes
1: back to your core values but i think
0: the question was asking in the industry what do you see moving
1: that is the question
0: right and so and i don't think i would call a collaboration which seems to be moving right like ghost is doing you know does really well with their collaborations you see rise doing well with their collaborate well i don't know i don't see their numbers right but you think you know like you think they're doing they're doing multiple yeah they're doing multiple so it must be doing a good thing so like I don't know if I would call that a gimmick. And I don't know if Carl was implying that. Um, But I will say that um, I do like the, I do like, I think collabs can be interesting when they're authentic, right? Like if it makes sense for the brand, I think they can be great. Um, But I do love the idea of standing as your own brand and not building, uh, listen, let, let me back up first. So like, If it's going to grow your business, whatever. I'm not saying, I'm not trying to be like holier than thou here that like, I will not do a collab because I got to build my own brand, right? But there is something to be said for selling product and growing your brand based on the merits of your own product and your own name versus building it on somebody else's hard work and brand name recognition, right? So I think there is some value there, right, for a long term. So for example, uh, um, you know, we were talking about the other day, I mean, like ghost energy is doing really well, right? Like they they make a great product. Um, It's a good energy drink, Uh, but their collabs right now, you know, at least through like distribution channels are selling like a hundred to one versus their other ones. Yeah. So like making sure that, which, you know, at the end of the day, like I said, it's not holy or not. That's awesome. Like, listen, that's great because they're moving a ton of product but it's also it would be good to be moving some of your non collab product as well right um, so it's just something but it's also a little bit of that is what the consumers seem to be demanding right and, even, so that's, why and
1: I, that's what the buyers are paying attention to that's and if you don't the, have really a collab then you might not be getting picked up that's exactly right
0: and so like and i don't think it's necessarily i don't think it's a gimmick so i don't know if he was implying that collabs are gimmicks because no, I, I don't, don't think, think they was. are I mean, you know, we, we, we like gimmick more like a
1: scam or like a, we have
0: gone down the route and there were certain collabs that we've so far turned down, right? Like we could have had certain licensing deals that we decided not to do because they were not authentic to what we were, were doing. And we're still in conversations with different companies about collabs, but they have to be right, you know, for us. Um, so I, I don't think it's a, a, a gimmick. And I think if the, de- if the the consumer is demanding that, then you know that's great, and that's what right now seems to be the consumer is demanding. It's you know people vote with their dollars, right? So like if the collabs are selling like that, that's great. Um, I do like the idea of being able to flavor so well without the help of uh, an outside license that your flavor your 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 flavors are on point regardless. Yeah. Like so, there so you're gonna want to have your non branded flavors just as much as the right. other ones. Right. So all
1: right. Couple, um, couple more. Let's do some uh, ingredient stuff. So, why the heavy dose of GBB in longevity?
0: So we, longevity.
1: We're launching in a short.
0: So, uh, on my YouTube page, Dave just put up a video where he talk breaks down longevity. So I'm not going to go into detail here, but bottom line, GBB like it's a, a, carnitine precursor. Uh, longevity's product is all about mitochondrial health. And there's a lot of studies showing that like mitochondrial health is, or decline of mitochondrial health is a big driver of aging, right? So keeping your mitochondrial, mitochondrial health high, which is, uh, which also is very much involved of, in fatty acid metabolism as well, which is what carnitine will helps do is shuttle fatty acids to mitochondrial to break them, you know, break it down. Um, so having a high dose of GBB is going to be helpful in that regard. So it's all about mitochondrial health and then, um, you know, uh, fatty acid metabolism, which, you know, helps with all of that helps okay. with aging, helps with fat loss. It helps with a lot of things. So. Okay. And
1: I feel like I have to, we have to answer this. Are all the core products safe to take for natural athletes that compete in natural organization?
0: Depends on the organization. You. Here we go. Can
1: present, prevent forest fires. You are responsible as the athlete to know and understand the banned substance list of the organization that you're competing in. And if
0: you don't know, don't take a product. Yeah. So at the end of the day, like if you compete in um, OCB, you know, anything that we have is, is fine, Right. But if you are taking, uh, if you're competing in an organization that is WADA tested, Core Alpha and 5AT will not be allowed. Correct. So those are the two that you would want to be aware of. Not that they are steroids. Not that they're steroids, not that they're bad, not that they're pro-hormones or any of that crap. It's just it has to do with a WADA list that... That, in my opinion, is not designed for natural bodybuilding. Right. And so, like, I, I do like how the OCB, IP, whatever they're called these days, uh, how they don't just take a cut-and-dry approach to that. I don't know. Maybe we should check that. I haven't checked their updated bands. I, honestly, I mean,
1: 2019. Yeah, maybe they
0: awesome. did go to WADA. I don't know. but I don't think they did. But, so I'll just make the disclaimer. So if you're being tested by WADA standards, Core Alpha and 5AT are not allowed. But it's your responsibility.
1: It's your responsibility. You're not responsible. Do not put this on us. Badger Milk Protein, collab with Rob Schneider. What's that movie? What's What's that? that movie? Where he drinks badger milk. I
0: don't know. Protein bar coming soon, Doug. Yes. Actually, they just arrived. Were you holding your moment? No, I was holding my headphones. You
1: started doing this, and they start coming
0: off. Uh, They actually, we just had a truckload arrive today. The finished product is here. It is better than we expected. And uh, I think the foundation bar, so this is an arms race bar. um, You know, game changer is a a term that I hate that people hate that they say that they hate the term game changer, but I feel like it's a game changer. I, I haven't heard that one. Is that the you new... Know, I, hate, I hate to use the term game changer. Is that the new buzzword? No, but it's like one of those things that's just like... It's the best. Uh, there is no best. Well, and I hate the word game changer. Well, I hate that you hate the word game changer, and I hate that. <laughs> no, I'm just But anyways, I think it's a game changer. Uh, it's delicious. The texture is perfect. You feel like you're eating something substantial. It's not just a copycat bar of everything else that is on the market. It's unique. Uh, three different types of protein. There's no soy in it. Um, texture's on point. Flavor's on point. We got a bunch of other ones in the works. Um, it's awesome. We're dropping the cinnamon um, cinnamon crunch cereal and the chocolate puff cereal. Um, August 15th? 8th. Eighth. We moved it up. Oh.
1: Uh, no, August fifteenth, you're right. Idea. It's August fifteenth. I thought we wanted more juice. But
0: time. but we need juice time. We are opening it to the ambassadors on Monday. That's what it is. August first. So if you are an ambassador, you're gonna get a secret link on August first. Secret. Secret. So you can buy the bars ahead of time, have them two weeks before everyone else.
1: Look at that perk. It's good. Yeah. It's good. I think we should wrap it up. I gotta get on another call.
0: Anything else? Any any other rapid fires? Uh, Joel Bate wants
1: to have my baby. Or <laughs> too late? I don't know what he said. Somebody asked, um, how are you balancing training with a newborn?
0: You're doing those garage zombie style workouts. Yeah, I did
1: some garage workouts, and then now I'm coming in here. I'm just just trying to be flexible with myself. Yeah. Yesterday I did like. So I'm trying to do Murph once a week, a version of Murph. Did so, you do Murph yesterday? I did a sprint. I did a half mile sprint and then I did a super set of 5 pull-ups, 10 push-ups, 15 squats for 10 sets like in a row no rest. And then I ran another half mile. And then I felt like it was, I f- it was only f- 19 minutes. So I felt like, "Eh, that way." I Wait, look so look. it was five, 5 push-ups, 5 pull-ups. So uh, a Murph is a mile run, 100 pull-ups, 200 Two hundred pull-ups, isn't it? hundred pull-ups, two hundred push-ups, three hundred air squats, Aww. then a mile run, dude. A, a mile run after three hundred air squats is a. Difficult do you get a thing. lot of blood in? Yeah, you? totally. And I do them in sets of fifty. So where do you yeah. put your hands when you?
0: are What do I do with my hands? When I kind of like airs, it, it changes.
1: Like is it know, is it it's, like it's, this? It's, is sometimes sometimes it like this? Sometimes you're doing the, like slow momentum thing. It's like. I don't know yeah, I don't know can right you now. get that? Can you get that screenshot? Get up!
0: Here, hold on. Here is our screenshot.
1: Come on, get up. Get- so hold on. So it's down like this, and then yeah, it's like this.
0: Yeah. 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 Okay.
1: <laughs> so, anyways, I did that, um, and then I just realized. Like, so how?
0: What was your half mile sprint?
1: That was a good time. I just did, did it on the treadmill like t- with seven and a half. Did that seven like and a half minute two,
0: two 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 minutes?
1: Uh, three and a quarter. No, three and a, three and a half. I don't
0: know.
1: Three forty-five. Three forty-five. Yeah, yeah, whatever like, the treadmill. It would be half of what a seven and a third. Yeah, mile three and, and a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just trying Deep to. Try, I'm, try, I'm trying to be flexible. Trying to be Murphy. Yeah. So you try did that be. at the end of your workout? No, I just did that as my workout. That's what I'm saying.
0: Oh, so you felt like you
1: needed? So to like, like if I yeah, so like if I I don't know, I just make something up that I can get. Wait, so done. what? You did five push-ups, five pull-ups, five pull-ups, ten push-ups, Got fifteen it. squats, and I did that in a row like five ten times. sets. Oh, 10 Because that's half of what the amount. Of Every, it was like a half Murph. Oh, it was a half Murph. Okay. So, so I'm, just, I'm, trying to like, Murph I'm trying time. to increase my. The first one I did was 59 minutes, which was. And what really would you do
0: this one in 19?
1: Oh, that's good. Yeah. But I'm, I had. Yeah. So I'm going to do it next week. I'm trying to full do a full Murph.
0: Full Murph. Yeah. Oh, with shit. a plate carrier and everything. So, yeah. Oh, that's why you got to do a plate carrier. Yeah, you got to be heavier. Why don't you do. Like once you staggered, now you did a half Murph, no plate carrier. Why don't you do a, well, a did, full Murph and then f- do a full Murph with a plate carrier? I did a full Murph last week. Oh, so you backed off this week?
1: Yeah, I'm just I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to do a version of the Merv every week. Okay, a and virgin, ha- a virgin. To do a version
0: of Merv, a virgin. Back to the virgins.
1: Like a virgin.
0: All right, I think that's it, dude. We're, we're...
1: for the very first time. <laughs> I can't I wish like... POV was on the camera. I can't. Oh. What are you doing? <laughs> what was that?
0: What was that, bro? Every time
1: we get some behind the scenes weird dance oh. from POV, Yo, show the people the dance. Like a <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: so. I got to get uh, on another call. I, we got to do another call or something. It's 2.30. It's 2.30. Until next time, guys, keep crushing it.